0: Bienvenue au podcast Quick Mix Double Slice portant sur la
1: semaine du chocolat et la
0: semaine des pâtisseries. Voici vos animateurs Q et M. Welcome to the Quick Mix podcast Double Slice covering Chocolate Week and Pastry Week. Here are our hosts Q and
1: M.
2: Welcome to Quick Mix Double Slice. A special episode where we covered two of the most recent episodes of The Great British Baking Show, Chocolate Week and Pastry Week. So, this change in format is because of three reasons, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one, week four of the show resulted in no bakers leaving Mm. and announced two bakers leaving in week five. Which made me think that the judges were looking at both weeks to make their decision about which two bakers would leave in week five. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Reason number two... We are a creative podcast. This is a great way to experience or experiment with formats. You know, we're we're cutting edge, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then finally, week three, um, I was on vacation during week <laughs> four, and I didn't really get a chance to watch <laughs> that episode until a couple of days ago.
0: I like how you saved that for the last reason.
2: I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it factors in. It does. But yeah, th- those are the three reasons why we're doing this experimental. So. The double slice episode. So, let's get into these two episodes. What did you think of it overall?
0: I thought they were okay. The first episode was a little bit...
2: It was kind of shaky. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was rough. I thought the bakes were rough overall.
2: I think Paul's summary of of chocolate week was that it was rough. Yeah. Like, they didn't quite get it right. No. But he was more impressed with them during... Pastry week.
0: Yeah, I feel like they haven't reached their peak yet in baking potential.
2: No, although like I'm very pleased with like the star bakers for these two episodes. Oh, okay. Because usually like in like bake off seasons, there's like one baker like kind of running like gamut. Right, right. And then we had two new star bakers in the last two weeks. We did. And I enjoy these two people very well. I do too. It it was a even though they're on your like fantasy bake-off team well one is oh one uh, one of us i enjoy that baker (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like the first week dan won right and then the next two weeks tanya won and i was like oh is it just gonna be the tanya show for a while Mm. and and it wasn't and then the two bakers that got star baker were bakers who i didn't think would get sky baker we're talking about tasha right oh who'd i say tanya yeah, Tasha. Okay. Oh, man. I was, like, I was like, did we get a new Baker in week... I think Tanya was from last season. Wait, it's Tasha, I was right? in 2022. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Anyway, Tasha. Yeah, Tasha. Okay. okay. Tasha was the star Baker for weeks two and three. And then week four, we got a new star Baker. Week five, we got a new star Baker. Right,
0: right. right. Because in week four, they replaced Tasha with Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: she wasn't feeling well. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's just talk about that real quick, because that's kind of like the the thing that changed the format in the show a little bit. Right. Tanya actually was there during week <laughs> okay, four. Her name right? is Tasha. All right. Ta- Tasha. <laughs> okay. all right, I'm getting all mixed up now. Tasha was actually there during chocolate week. She actually did the signature. Right. <laughs> and then she went home in the middle of the technical. Mm-hmm. She wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. I, I sympathize. Like, that's the correct decision. If you are not feeling well and the heat's getting to you, you should... I mean, you should take care of yourself, right?
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: And at the end of that episode, Pa announced that we're not sending anybody home Mm -hmm. because he said specifically, Tasha didn't do that great in the signature. Right. So if you think that she did, like, really well in the signature, that they would have sent two people home? I don't know. Because, like if she did really well yeah and if they're also basing this on like past performance she was the star baker for the previous two weeks right so would they have sent two baker like a baker home without like feeling icky about it i'm not sure
0: we've had this before we ha- where we've had it happens once once a season it happens and they did a double elimination the last time as well yeah if i remember correctly so i feel like this is sort of their standard now although i'm sure they are open to whatever yeah i think one thing we learned
2: from the show is that they do whatever they want yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) it did make me think that and again i'm not saying that tasha was faking this illness or anything but what if a competitor actually was not doing well and knew that and then said they weren't feeling well that's like playing devil's advocate and then went home i'm not saying she did that but i'm saying is that a strategy that
2: is possible it's possible, but I think it's like honor system, mm. and I think the judges pick up on that. They're gonna not be happy. Oh, but let's lay even more devil's advocate. What if they did that, and then the next episode they came back, they did amazing. That's right. That's right. Interesting, but yeah, no, Tasha definitely she didn't do that. No, she, no. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the intros. let's Two very quick intros for these two episodes. <laughs> Uh, during the chocolate week intro, Allison and Matt says, No, oh, Alice, no, Matt says, not Matt. Why did I put Matt in my notes? <laughs> I, I am <laughs> like thinking about last season. <laughs> no, <Matt> and Tanya. <laughs> Noel says, My mama always used to say, life is like a box of chocolates, which is, you know, Forrest Gump, they're sitting on a white bench. Yes. And then Allison says, Life is meant to be enjoyed, but she is not ready to share. And then Noah tries to get one of her chocolates, and she says no. And he calls her a little shrimpy. It was all right. It was okay. There was a, yeah. <laughs> there was a prop. There was a white bench. Yeah. It's about what up. I expect this far into the season.
0: I do want at least one other good one.
2: Uh, instead We're, of the, the first? Yeah, that's... The breadfather?
0: Yeah, that's on par yeah. with that. I yeah. want at least one other good one. Oh,
2: you're not getting it in pastry week. Right. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> during pastry week, Allison tells no hey, I made this beautifully decorated, muff wateringly moist fruitcake. Mm-hmm. And then Paul comes and is like, hey, Prue's, uh, Prue's cake is missing. It's a beautifully decorated, muff wateringly moist fruitcake. And then Allison just tosses it off camera and she introduces the show. So very, very quick intros for these two. Was I correct?
0: Did they pan over to Prue afterward and it was on her head?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the punchline.
0: That was a tribute to Matt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, which one did you enjoy more than these two? Oh, uh, I know they're not the best ones, but
0: I think I enjoyed the Forrest Gump one more. The Forrest Gump. Yeah, just because it had a reference. Yeah, but that I that I recognized <laughs> at least. I think you enjoyed the second one
2: more. I enjoyed Pastry Week more just because there was a cake on Prue's head.
0: Oh, okay. There was a time where they're both there were like a lot of things they're both Matt's like head. six
2: they're both like five or five or six out of 10s for me when it comes to intros. Yeah. They're pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if they actually filmed it like back to back.
0: Oh, possibly, huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: They're like, "All right, let's just get this done." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, now we're going to actually cover all the challenges for Chocolate Week and Pastry Week. And then what we're going to do this episode is we're going to run through each baker for both weeks just to see, like, their arc. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. So I'll turn it over to you for chocolate week.
0: All right. The challenges for chocolate wheat. For the signature was a chocolate torte made without wheat flour. The technical was a white chocolate and blackberry cheesecake. And the showstopper was an edible chocolate box filled with molded chocolate and chocolate cake.
2: It's a lot of chocolate. It is. Yeah. It is. All right, for Pastry Week, the signature was 12 savory picnic pies made with hot water crust pastry. The Technico, all right, I'm going to have to really read my notes for this. The Technico was a dauphinois Petivier. How'd I do?
0: That look pretty good. Better <laughs> than me.
2: <laughs> it's a rough puff pastry with potato and onion. And for the showstopper at Pastry Week, the bakers had to make decorative sweet pie displays, a lot of pie. A lot of pie. Those yeah. were was like, massive. Is pastry usually just straight up pie week? It seemed like it was at least. Yeah. So that was chocolate week and pastry week. Let's get into the beggars. Let's. All right. First baker up we're going to talk about is Christy. So Christy, I think if there was a main character in these two episodes, it might have been Christy. She mm. definitely goes through an arc, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say a star is born for Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So during, ch- during chocolate week, she makes for her signature. Um, she makes a cherry and chocolate torte inspired by a Black Forest cake. Her mom used to buy her on Sundays. Uh, during judging, Paul notices that there's missing chocolate leaves. The cake is a bit messy. The cake is also dry. And then Prue says that her cake needed more brandy. Uh-oh, Christy, you got to include a lot of alcohol for Prue. Yeah. <laughs> she loves the alcohol. She needs the sauce. Yes. They said that I needed more flavor. So not good for a signature in chocolate week. She got seventh in the Technico, the white chocolate and blackberry cheesecake. Um, I think she made a mistake in that like she powed on all of the all of the toppings while everything was hot, and the judges can tell. Hmm. They also could tell that the cheesecake texture is grainy, and you don't want a grainy cheesecake, you want a smooth cheesecake. There was like a little um, moment where they said that she was one of the bakers in trouble for going home. During the showstopper, she made a for love chocolate box cake. She dedicated this chocolate box to her husband, add hazelnut and espresso, her husband's favorite flavors. Um, No, like while she's making her showstopper for the chocolate week episode, he actually says like, hey, you need a good one for this, don't you? (laughs) She's like, no, (laughs) you're putting on the pressure, man. And he actually says no pressure, but it's like, that's the opposite, right?
0: He's good for that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Christy's like, I need something to relax, like a drink. And I was like, you totally could have gotten that from the alcohol you had earlier, <laughs> right? <laughs> you got to bring enough alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has a little bit in trouble during the show supper. Like She has one of those modes for a chocolate, and she has to get the mold out. And she actually has to cut her mold in half with scissors. Mm. But it actually worked out and it came out pretty beautiful. And at the end, she's like, I can breathe again. So I think this is where it kind of turned. She didn't do well in the signature. She didn't do well in the technical. But r- right after she got the chocolate out of the mold, she looked at it. She like breathed a sigh of relief. And I think this is a turning point for these two episodes. Mm-hmm. During judging, the judges said that her box looked beautiful. It was perfect. After they tasted it, the, they said it was very chocolatey, a little dry, but the praline is nice, and the coffee is lovely. During the judges' roundtable for this episode, they talk about Christy, that she's in trouble. But I think Paul mentions that her showstopper kind of saved her. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't get home sent home during chocolate week. Well, nobody does. But <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So she she kind of saved herself on the showstopper of chocolate week. Then we get into pastry week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for her signature, she made creamy mushroom and leek picnic pies. And Prue actually tells her, hey, you kind of struggled last week with flavor. But looking at this and hearing the way you describe it, it's actually promising. And, uh, Christy does have a little bit of trouble because, like, when she's trying to get her pies out of their tins, they kind of look like they're overflowing. And she's like, this is not what I wanted. Some tears are shed. And I was like, oh, no. But... Quite oppositely, that's not a word. <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Quite oppositely, during <laughs> judging, the judges say that her pies look even, they're nice and brown and very elegant. Paul says the creamy sauce holds everything together, beautifully moist inside and crispy on the outside, which sounds delicious. And then it happens. Paul takes out his hand and he gives her a handshake. He says she achieved moistness and flavor. With a nice lattice top.
0: Did and that catch you off guard? It did because, <laughs> like, she was
2: she was shedding tears about the presentation, like right before the commercial break, for this specific bake. But she got a handshake out of it, yeah, which is very nice. Um, after the segment, she says that she feels like she has imposter syndrome, and she is shocked. But she went from being in trouble. Last episode. To getting a handshake in the signature, you can't like he can't turn around faster than that, right?
0: It was pretty good, pretty good comeback. Yeah.
2: Uh, during the technigo, she got fifth in the Dauphinois Um, They said that her Petitbier didn't have any dome. They're looking for a dome. There was a little bit of height. The pastry was good, but there were some missing potatoes. They're always looking for missing potatoes or missing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then the showstopper, she made an autumnal lattice decorative de pie which contained a spiced apple pie, a blueberry pie, and a raspberry and frangipane pie. Fragipan pie. Um, she tells us she had to practice late at night after her four kids are asleep. I was like, dang, do you get any rest, <laughs> Christy? <laughs> sounds that like sounds a lot of a late lot. nights. <laughs> yeah, those are late nights, and you're probably sleep deprived, which is probably why you put like coffee in a bunch of your bakes. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because she needs it. <laughs> During judging, they said that her pie display is sensational. Great decorations and lattice. Flavors are spot on. Everything is beautifully cooked. French Japan and raspberry is unique and amazing. Blueberry is intense and American. Paul says her blueberry is intense and American. I was like, does that mean that it's like one of our blueberry pies? Because I know what a blueberry pie is. And I've tasted many blueberry pies yeah. in grocery stores in America. And? Delicious. Okay. I love the berry pie. From Trader Joe's? That's that's Christy. Um, She goes through quite the arc, right? Almost being sent home to, spoiler alert, maybe the best baker in pastry week. Her
0: pastry week results were unexpected.
2: Yeah. So, do you think that now we're halfway through the season? This is kind of where if you're going to make a shot for like... Overall winner, this is when you would do it. Do you think she has a chance? I think she has a chance. Oh, do you think she has... How many bakers are there, five?
0: Yeah, to do the math.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, more than five. Hold maybe. on. That's like seven?
0: How many did we start with? We lost Twelve. two... Six, seven.
2: A seven, right? Yeah. Okay, seven bakers left. Do you think she has more than a one seventh chance at the title? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's more math. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. I think she's on the rise. If yeah. there's a baker the season where the arc is their most improved, it might be Christy. Oh
0: yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. She she has that she has that storyline going on with her, which is really good.
0: Even though they well, we don't really know how they judge, but if they're judging per episode. Yeah. Even though I feel like they don't, I still think having one star baker under your name might help tip the scales of you moving forward in a yeah definitely in a later episode.
2: It's it's, it's harder to justify like sending you home a star baker unless they like you know they have a disastrous week or something.
0: Yeah, like they probably weren't going to send Tasha home after winning two star bakers in a row because she no. failed to complete two dishes right yeah, or two challenges.
2: Yeah, so we're going to look out for Christy.
0: Yes. All right, up next we have Dan,
2: and he did a lot. <laughs> Dan does a lot. He does. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For the chocolate week, his signature, he made a chili and chocolate tort. He was going for a Mexican tort by adding Mexican liqueur, which is guanabana. <laughs> Wait, I want to say guanabana, but it's guanabana fruit.
2: Guanabana?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, during judging, Proust said that it looked very neat and quite original. Paul said that a little bit more height would have been nicer. Uh, but it was a little bit gluey. so Paul did say it reminded him of Mexico, which reminded me of Mexican Week. But do you want
2: to talk about that? Yeah. I was like, oh, the producers probably stepped in and like, don't mention it, yeah. Paul. <laughs> don't mention it. Everybody, don't mention Mexican Week. Don't mention Matt. Okay? We can't talk about those two things.
0: We, Matt's making a comeback this episode. <laughs> Everybody
2: loves a good taco. All
0: right. Tackles. <laughs> During Chocolate Week, or the technical, Dan got first. He does well during technicals.
2: He's a very technical baker. He is. Him yeah. and Josh. That's his forte, I think. Yeah.
0: Again, he uh, had very neat and really nice, he did a really nice job on those. For the showstopper, he made a treasure chest of delight chocolate box cake, which was like a pirate chest. Yep.
2: Which very I like. cool. Arr.
0: Yeah. He's using uh, tropical fruits like pineapple, mango, and passion fruit. And then he's got coconut rum. And he had some rum soaked raisins yeah. that he had been soaking for a long time.
2: You can't get lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: During judging, Priest said that it was neat and beautiful. It looked amazing. The passion fruit was a good idea. It's glittery, it looks like jewels. The flavors are wonderful. Paul said that it's not carrying a lot of baking in there, though, although salted caramel is delicious. It's got a lovely shine on
2: it. I remember that comment. It's yeah. like, where's the cake, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't cake week, Paul. It was chocolate week. There was definitely I a lot know. of chocolate in it,
0: there. Yeah, but it was one of the they specifically did say it must That's have chocolate wanted. cake in it. Yeah. Okay. So overall, mixed bag. I think he's consistently the same. Like he does well in technicals.
2: He does yeah, he does well. And then there's always usually a couple of wild, criticisms.
0: Wild cards on the other two.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So for pastry week, on the signature he's making a lamb chema picnic pie. I love a good savory pie, by the way. I like it when they do savory.
2: Savory is my, like, I always want to eat all the savory pies.
0: Yeah. So he's using a uh, homemade spice mix in his. Paul said it's a bit ripped on the sides. The flavors are beautiful, though. The pastry is nice and flaky. flaky. Prue said that she loved the flavor, but it's going to be hard work to eat the whole pie because it's very dense.
2: Hmm. I mean, not bad. (laughs) Yes. You mean a lamb pie? Yes bad. For the, yes. Sorry. <laughs> You're good.
0: For the technical, again, Dan got first. That's just,
2: Yeah, he is the best technical baker.
0: Yeah. Paul said that the scallop on it was great. Uh, it's got a go- good dome. That dome they were looking for, he got it. It mm-hmm. looked good underneath, strong color. The pastry's not bad. It's flaky enough. It's a nice one. So that was a pretty good potato pie. For the showstopper, he's making a journey around South America decorative pies which were inspired by his travels to South America. And he's making a pie for all his favorite destinations. Cherry for Peru, grape for Argentina, and tropical fruits for Brazil.
2: He's a very worldly guy. Yeah. That is a cool guy.
0: Yeah. So during during judging, and there was a lot of judging because they had multiple pies to go through. Yeah. But for the cherry one, uh, Prue did say that she liked the compote inside but doesn't think the chocolate crust works well with it. It's Mm -hmm. a bit sandy and dry.
2: Just like his travels. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The grape one, Paul said that the grapes on their own are a very subtle flavor, so it's lost. Mm. So maybe you should have gone with blueberry there.
2: Yeah. American blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: for the mango, papaya, and pineapple, Paul said that the textures on the base were lovely. He's not quite sure of the textures of some of the fruit, though, because they're not right. And that it needed a little bit more cooking. Mm. So Dan is strong in the middle. But a wild card on the front and back end of his okay. challenges.
2: Do you think he has more than a one-seventh chance at winning the whole season?
0: I mean, okay, so technically, isn't the answer no, mathematically? <laughs> you can't have more than a one-out-of-seven chance if there's seven, like...
2: I don't know, like, kay? if you were, like, a Vegas odd-maker, would you give him better than odds than one-seventh? Yes. I definitely would. Yes. I think he is a strong contender to win the whole season. Maybe the strongest? No, I wouldn't say that. I I have an a baker in mind for that.
0: They need to have a technical week. <laughs>
2: Which <Where laughs> all technicals? And then I'm pretty go. sure they would like all go home from stress. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they can't prepare for anything. It's just three technicals. Actually, that would be interesting. I would want to watch that.
0: Well, Christy would get a lot more rest because she wouldn't have to practice.
2: That's true. <laughs> yeah, and then like all the technicals are judged blind, so like going home wouldn't really be like a surprise right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well you got last in all the technicals but we sent this out of Baker home <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that's a whole different show right there all right next we have Dana Dana she's a she she's funny uh, I'm gonna say that she has a lot of good um jokes in her presentations I like Dana we have a lot of good charisma in the tent this year <laughs> we do they're yeah. all pretty funny yeah all right, during chocolate week, uh, her signature, she makes ai cherish you chocolate tort. Get it, cherry ish you. Get it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with cherry compote, just three layers, and chopped, topped with candied almonds. The judges say it has good height. It looks spectacular. She has, like, gold on the cherries, which is, you always got to put gold on, you know? <laughs> you can put gold flake on it. It looks great, so good job, Dana, for that. They say the flavor is fantastic, but the cherry and mascarpone is a bit weak. That's not quite set. She got fifth in the the cheesecake technical. They said her bake was overbaked and not smooth. And for her chocolate box showstopper, she made a once upon a time chocolate box cake. It's a white chocolate princess carriage with white chocolate horses and dark chocolate on the inside. Um, She has a little bit of trouble from this, but the horses, they don't have feet. (laughs) (laughs) The horses look like they're swimming. During judging, the judges say that her chocolate box does look impressive because it is, just, you know, it's a carriage. It's, it looks a lot more like unique than the other ones where were just a box. Yeah. Yeah. But Prue says, however, it's more impressive from a distance. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Paul says, it's a shame you couldn't get your horse legs on. To which Dana says, they've had a long day. That's why I like Dana. She's selling it. Selling it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They say the cake is delicious, but needs more nut and caramel and flavor. Um, she put popping candy in it. And they're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, it's popping candy. And they're like, this is way too much. It's too sweet. So uh, very much a, a mixed bag. Yeah. During Chocolate Week, she didn't do well. Got criticism and everything a little bit. During Pastry Week, her signature, she made Spud Tackler Picnic Pie. She's always good with the puns, she too. She does have great names. Yeah. So, so for her signature, she actually makes a potato dauphin, dauphinoise. <laughs> so she made... She's the only bigger that made a Dauphinois during the signature, right? Yeah. It had uh, fried onions and cheese. She said it's a very popular French bake. Kind of traditional, right? During judging, the judges said it looks appetizing. Um, the sides and the roof are a little bit thick, but the flavor is good. And then, it's revealed during the Technico, the Technico is a Dauphinois. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? She said, what are the chances? And then she looks very pleased. And guess what? Second in the technical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Dana. Yeah, you did it. When that happens, it's always like a nice little, oh, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. And this the uh, this is Dana's best placing in a technical. They said that her technical has a dome. The design is good. There's nice color. It's beautifully balanced. And her blue cheese is pretty good, too. And yeah, she's like, I've never gotten second before. So Dana's starting off strong in pastry, kind of because of she played, uh, she Played the lotto right. <laughs> Her signature was a technical kind of, which is always good. Okay. During the showstopper, she makes the apple of my pie decorative pies, which includes a honey baklava pie, a fanjapan pie, and a mold wine apple pie. I was like, mold wine? Because I remember in one of the holiday specials from the last couple seasons, mm. someone did mold wine yes. and they put a whole wine bottle yeah. in it. Yeah. Luckily, uh, Dana didn't put a whole wine bottle in there. No. Um, during judging, they said her baklava pie was delicious, maybe a little bit too sweet. They didn't like the frangipan pan pie; they said it was a little bit too thick. Um, they said the mold wine pie is too sour, so maybe just stay away from mold wine. Yeah, I mean, I like the concept, and you know, Prue does love alcohol, but yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, she did better in Pastry Week. She started off strong. Uh, maybe she'll stop. Her wasn't the best.
0: Do you think she's trending upward?
2: I actually don't think she is. Oh you don't? Okay. No. Even
0: with that high placement in the
2: I think it was kind of she she got she won the the lotto. She just got lucky. She got lucky. Alright. Yeah. So it wasn't irony. Yeah. <laughs> but um I mean if she did good during the showstopper, I would have been like she's on the rise. Yeah. But it kinda she kinda gets like a lot of criticisms for either like flavor or presentation on all of her picks. Mm. So she's kind of inconsistent, which is uh, kind of troubling. So I'm a little bit worried about Dana. Yeah. It's also we have Dan in the tent. Right. And then once Dana goes, and Allison can, you know, D to the N to the A to the
0: N. She did do a B to the A to the K to the E.
2: Yeah. She's she's all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I might start doing that. All right. Up next Wait, is show. Q to the M yeah. to the M. Q to the Q. Q to the... And that's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Up next is Josh. So, Josh is interesting to me.
2: He's a scientist for sure. Yes. <laughs> He's very much a scientist.
0: I feel like he... I feel a little underwhelmed by Josh. I feel like he has a lot more potential that he hasn't shown.
2: I think so too. He's very precise, but um, he makes some moves, which didn't really pay off sometimes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So during Chocolate Week, the signature, he makes a raspberry and chocolate tort. During judging, Paul says that he likes the color and the shine. The sides, however, are not particularly good. Uh, Prue says it's definitely dessert rather than cake. So we, we hear that again where yeah. it's not what it's supposed to be. Is it cake? No, it's dessert, apparently. <laughs> That's a different show. Okay. Good show. Paul does say that it tastes amazing, but it's almost a pudding. So he didn't quite hit the mark there. It's very soft in the middle there. Mm-hmm. during the technical for the cheesecake josh got sixth so he, low for him yeah he usually does better yeah not that great uh during judging paul said that they they look relatively neat uh, they all did look identical but they're a bit dark they're a bit overbaked so that's why for the showstopper he did a chemistry centi- center box his formula for success was a chocolate sponge cake layered with caramel buttercream and sea salt with hazelnuts, salted caramel, vanilla, white chocolate truffles, and hand piped decorations.
2: Yeah. Josh is a giant nerd and I love that. He is. He's yeah. so nerdy. He is. It's great. Yeah. When he was explaining like the different formulas of the like the elements that he was gonna put on his chocolate, yes. the judges were like, all right, man, that's you kinda. Overloaded us. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to put this element and this element and this element. And they were just, you could see like, them like just, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. During judging, Paul did say that uh, his box was not tempered properly, which is why it lost all its shine. It was very dull. Mm. And that the, if he was going to do the piping like that, it would need to be precise. And it was not precise enough. Yeah. However, the sponge was beautifully baked. Uh, it's not carrying a lot of flavor. Prue said that the hazelnuts are so strong, Paul said that he would complain that he's got too many nuts in his mouth. Innuendo. Yes. Prue did say that the truffles are a triumph. So, mixed bag, I think, for chocolate week on Josh. Like,
2: whatever he does well, he does really well. Mm -hmm. But then there's always just, like, one or two things that, like, doesn't go right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. During pastry week, for the signature, he made post-match picnic pies. So he's making pork and apple pies with with a layer of cheddar on top, which sounds like a great combination to me. And also pickles, too, which is also good. Pickles. During judging, Paul did say that they bled quite a bit. They're quite sweet. Uh, Prue did say that the problem with sausage mix is they will all shrink and then you will get gaps around the edges. If he had time, he could have put jelly in there or something. Paul did say, though, otherwise he felt the flavors were good. During the technical, Josh got eighth. So, yeah,
2: he didn't really do well during these technicals.
0: Yeah, it was very flat. Uh, definitely didn't have that dome, and it was a bit uneven. Uh, it was weird because it was pale, also. But it, they said it—it it just wasn't that good. So, mm. not his uh, technical. No. For the showstopper, he made from flour, F-L-O-U-R, flour, flower f l o u r to flower f l o w e r. This was a tribute to his late grandmother Frida, and he was making a sunflower with two pineapple and apricot flower heads and three apple, blackberry, and coconut leaves, all complete with colored pastry and a syrup glaze. Prue did say that it was a work of art. It's got a very simple theme, but it pulls all the pies together. And it did look really good.
2: Yeah, when he when he hits it, he hits it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For the pineapple and apricot pies, Paul said that they were really good. They were tart, sweet, and crunchy. It's got a good depth. delicious. Uh, Prue said that she couldn't fault it. So that's a really high praise. Yeah. And then for the coconut leaves with the apple and blackberry, Paul said it's delicious. Prue said that all the right textures are there. It holds together. It's moist. And then they said Paul, they both said it's what they've been looking for. Well done, Josh. So I thought for a second he might have, have gotten a handshake, but he did not.
1: Yeah,
2: because they really were high on, on those. Yeah. So, Josh is kind of interesting, right? I think Josh can do not great, but he has potential to like do amazing. Yeah. Right. So my hot take is, Josh is still my number one pick to win the show.
0: I. I felt that way in the beginning.
2: I know. I know, yeah. I just, I just don't know. He's kind of uh, if he has an off week, he has an off week. And he hasn't had good weeks, but he when he like when he really does. Something great, it could be like the best pick of like the whole season, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just he's got to hit that mark.
2: He's kind of in a slump.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, the show slumper kind of brought him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kind of in a slump. But I think he's going to come back. I can't imagine him going home. But then I couldn't imagine like Abby going home either. So like, I don't know. Also, he's on my team and he's my number one pick. So. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, Josh, you got to pull through, man. You got to win the whole show.
0: I think he can do it. It's just, will he?
2: Yeah, he has potential. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Maddie. Uh, during Chocolate Week, signature: he makes a hazelnut and chocolate torte coated with a chocolate mirror glaze, um, topped with carefully tempered chocolate shards. Good on Maddie. He's the only one of the only people in the signature for Chocolate Week to actually get his shiny mirror glaze, and he does it twice. During judging, they said the sides don't look nice, but the top does because it's nice and shiny. The ground almonds and hazelnuts with the praline mousse are very tasty and a lovely combination. He got second in the technical for chocolate week. Yeah. Yeah. They say his cheesecake looks nice. There's a big dip in the middle of his cheesecake or of his cheesecakes. Mm. They say overall is very consistent and tastes lovely. And in the showstopper, he makes a chocolate box cake. That's why he named it. Very original. <laughs> I mean, I was like, it fits the challenge. Maddie. they're all chocolate box cakes. <laughs> yeah. You got to give it a cool name. He's like, <laughs> I don't care. He made it with a chocolate Genoise sponge. He covered it in a mirror glaze. And he also included lemon and pistachio flavors. Um, during judging, they said it's beautifully engineered. And the chocolate looks perfectly tempered. The raspberry is delicious and the texture is spot on. Well done. Prue says, I'd pay a lot of money for a box like this. And then like Prue tells him that he's on the rise. Mm. So Maddie is definitely peaking at the right moment, I would say. Yeah. Um I no spoilers here. He gets Star Baker for Chocolate Week. Yes. 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 Um, he says, I am so happy I'm buzzing. Also a little bit of confidence boost. And he calls his mom and he tells her that he got Starbaker. And she's impressed and says, Wow. And on the week that we thought you were going home. I was like, Wow. <laughs> he's like, What? We <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Maddie having a great week during chocolate week. And I think that's gonna carry a lot of credit in the weeks moving forward.
0: It was a little unexpected for me, but I thought he did well. So
2: Yeah, and he's like he's a very funny, likable guy. I'm like, good for you, Maddie. Yeah. And I, but I do feel like there is a bit of pressure on him in Pastry Week since he got Star baker and Chocolate Week. Yeah, um, he doesn't do as well in Pastry Week. Okay. During his signature, he makes spana copita. Right, he has trouble pronouncing this, so I'll try to pronounce it correctly too. Spana copita, picnic pies, which contains spinach, ricotta, and feta, a bit of garlic. Um, Paul kind of mentors him on how this I pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. He brings like these pie fingers, which kind of protect his pie from like... Or his fingers from like heat as he pokes his pie out of his tins. Thought, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty smart. During judging, he said that his pies are a bit messy. Um, he didn't get the lattice right. However, the flavors are strong and good. The lids were kind of thick, but they're tasty. He did not do well in the Technico. He got seventh in the, the Dauphinoise petitvier. They said there was good height and color, but... He had raw potato in there. Can't have raw potato in your technical. It's like 7th place. Pretty bad. Yeah. During the showstopper, he's like, I like skiing. So he made a ski trip, decorative pies. Um, there was a rhubarb and custard pie, an apple cinnamon pie, and a plum pie. During judging, they said the pies looked a little bit broken. Um, some of the tops of the pie were raw, but the flavors were good. So Maddie did great chocolate week. Uh, kind of went back on the downturn during pastry week.
0: Yeah. Do you think though his, his star baker has an asterisk next to next to it?
2: Because Sasha wasn't there.
0: Yes. No. The two-time think... reigning star star oh, baker.
2: Man, I, I didn't even think about that. But then she didn't do well during the signature of Chocolate Week either.
0: But she could have had two. Ama- she could have won the technical
2: and then. But if you judge signature to signature for Chocolate Week, Maddie did better.
0: But what if she got first in the technical <laughs> and then blew it away in the showstopper?
2: Oh. No, I don't know. I think Maddie deserves this <laughs> Star too. Maker win I think nah. <laughs> You you don't have to go edit the Wikipedia entry for this. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave Maddie alone. Put an asterisk. You you enjoy your Star Maker. I uh, So I think Maddie's gonna do well, but I don't think he's gonna win the show.
0: Oh, okay. What what separates him from Josh?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's gonna do well. Does he has a cha- Does he have a chance at top three?
0: I mean, right now they all have a chance.
2: Well, okay. T- <laughs> do you think he's <laughs> gonna get top three? A one? Do
0: they, does he have a one in three chance of Yeah. I, top I don't three? know. I can't do the math. I, I think th- he could. I think he could.
2: I think he could, but I, I, I think he'll go home like before that. That's. I don't know.
0: Does he still have a big draw on the social medias? Yeah, he does. Uh, then he can make it top three.
2: Hey, Maddie has a lot of admirers, and that's the, that's the, the, um, the, the classy way of putting it. <laughs> Maddie has a lot <laughs> of admirers on social media. He's taken, you guys. He he has a fiancé. He's getting married. I'm not taking
0: anything away from his baking, but do you think that that has an influence on how long someone may stay
2: on the show? I don't know. It shouldn't, right? I don't know if Paul and Pru are. No, because like they filmed the show prior to like releasing, so they probably didn't know that he had like a social media following, yet when they were doing this.
0: Oh, they don't. They don't tape alternate endings. No, they don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're like, well, Maddie, since you hit like, since you have all these fans online, we redid uh, the the final season <laughs> or the final episode of the show, and you're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that happened. Oh,
0: but. okay. All right. Up next is Nikki. During chocolate week for the signature, she made a dream chocolate tort. It was a topsy-turvy tort. And I liked it.
2: She's a very topsy-turvy baker. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because her uh, chocolate almond tort was on top. During judging, Paul said that straight off, it looks amazing. Prue said that she agrees, thinks it's a little work of art. It's elegant, classy, and cool. And the shine is amazing. Paul did say that it probably needed a little more fruit in there, though, but thinks she's done a decent job. And as they walk away, Prue whispered, it's very good. So Hmm. off to a good start. Yeah. For the technical, she got fourth. So she was basically right in the middle. Yep. And then for the showstopper, she made, this is no ordinary chocolate box cake. So it was not ordinary. (laughs) (laughs) During judging... Paul said that the box looks amazing. Prue said the tempering is impressive. The shine is fantastic. Although Paul said, where are all the truffles? There's just three. And she said that they weren't all very kept, so she only gave them the the three that were good. Yeah. Yeah. Paul did say that the cake, the meringue, the nuts, extremely rich cake. Prue said that she loved the richness and loved the flavors. Delicious. So... Overall, I think it was pretty good.
2: She was in contention for Starbaker.
0: Yeah, pretty good week for her.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to call her Reverse Hmm.
0: Yeah, but let's get to pastry week. Bro. <laughs> During the signature, she made pork and cheese picnic pies, where she's blending sausage, ham, and sausage on with five different cheeses, including cheddar and rubble Packed into a classic pie tin. And this sounded delicious to me. All of the savory pies really sounded good to me.
2: Yeah.
0: During judging, Prue said that they're a little pale, but she loves the shape. Paul said that the mold worked nicely and she's got a good color underneath, but just not on the side. Her pastry is a bit thick and she ended up with a big hole in it as well. It was a bit undercooked, Prue said, and it was also a bit gluey. So kind of mixed bag there. And kind of toward the downside, I would say. Yeah. During the technical... Unfortunately, she finished in ninth, which was at the bottom. And for the showstopper, she made Grand's Garden Trio Decorative Pies, which are all flavors from her Grand's Garden. So she she was using apple, pear, plum, and French Japan, rhubarb, and custard with a smidge of ginger, while having beautiful lattice work on top. During judging, Prue did say that they all looked very pretty and that she's made a really made a real effort to jolly it up, and she loves that. For the apple, pear, and hazelnut, Paul said that he'd never had a dry apple pie before. Yikes. So that was not good. For the rhubarb, custard, and ginger, Prue said that the custard works well. It's pretty thick. It's absolutely set. Paul said that the pastry is too thick for the filling, so there's hardly any filling in there. And then for the frangipane and plum, Paul says that it's a punchy flavor. It's thin. So she's got that. The plum on top, it's about... Right as well. So it's actually quite a nice flavor. Prue said it was delicious. So she kind of hit one out of the three.
2: Yeah. Not great.
0: She's, uh, she has trouble with fillings. Like she doesn't quite get enough. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no jam. No jam, jam Nikki. Nikki.
2: (laughs) Where's the jam, Nikki? Yeah. Yeah. She did, I mean, she did okay. She did good in Chocolate Week, right? Yeah. Except for no truffle, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah I think she pulled a reverse Christie, And uh, she did not do great In pastry week, she's in trouble Yeah yeah. All right. Speaking of in trouble, next we have Rowan <laughs> <laughs> Good segue uh, Rowan starts off chocolate week Admitting that he doesn't know the difference between tort and a cake To which Paul educates him uh, Via editing <laughs> His signature is a mocha chocolate torts He's using egg whites And no flour um, Rowan says he can't function as an adult Without four espressos, you say. I understand that. But also, Rowan's very young, dude. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Are you already functioning as an adult? Oh, I guess he's... He's got a lot going on. Yeah, he, he just finished uni. Yeah. In one of the episodes, he's like, yeah, I finished uni this like weekend. And Bruce's like, oh, okay. Um, during judging for his chocolate tort, they say it looks very elegant. It's strong on coffee because he needed it while he's studying. <laughs> it's a beautiful tasting cake. And it's pretty impressive for being completely flowerless In the Technical for Chocolate Week, the Cheesecake, he got third place. Um, they said it looked like it was dropped, so not great in presentation, but it was nice to move on the inside, which is good for a cheesecake. It tastes good. And then for a showstopper, he made a Grandpa's Paints chocolate box cake, inspired by his granddad, who was an artist. But is Rowan an artist? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprised. His showstopper has espresso and alcohol, two things that ruin us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Espresso and orange liqueur that's topped with uh, fondant and chocolates. Paul asks, did you practice this? To which he says, no, I just finished university this week. Um, he says, I'm just going to do whatever and then as fast as possible and cover up the cracks afterwards. And he says this to Paul. To which Paul looks very dismayed. <laughs> he just stares at him. <laughs> I was like, Rowan, why yeah. would you tell Paul that? Yeah. Unfortunately, Rowan has trouble with time during a showstopper. And at the end of it, he said, it's probably the worst thing he ever made. He tried to make those colorful fondant chocolates that were supposed to go on top. He only got like three of them on there. Um, during judging, they said that his cake was not neat. It was weird in color. They tasted it and they said the flavor was good, but overall it's a mess. And Prue says, I would, you know, mm. I would love to d- come to your house and, like, get a slice of that because it tasted good. Mm. And Paul says, no, I would k- kick off, which means, like, Paul yeah. pa would not leave. Yeah, I think so. Very rude, yeah. Paul, to like, come to someone's house and leave because their <laughs> they didn't look as good as you might have hoped. Um, but Rowan rebuttals and says, Paul, you're not invited. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> so, yeah, Rowan kind of having a rough uh, chocolate week. But also, mm. he just finished college. That week.
0: That's impressive.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, during pastry week, for the signature, he makes pork and sweet potato pies, which includes bacon and sweet potato. That sounds delicious to me. Um, Paul, all he to to during his bake, he's like, hey, are you going to put like a hole in the lid? Because mm, where will the steam mm-hmm, go? Mm-hmm. And Rose says, well, the steam will actually cook the bacon. And he goes, uh-huh. And then Allison actually comes by and says, you know... That's probably a clue to put a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm, I'll do some mini pricks. And uh, yeah, he has some trouble with it. One of them is stuck in like the tin and he can't get the bottom out. So like one of his pies doesn't have a bottom. <laughs> During judging, they say that his pies have good aroma and flavor, but overall very messy and they need to look better. Technical, he got fourth, so kind of in the middle. Um, again, not neat. Roman is a, not a presentation strong baker you yeah. see the potatoes are okay they taste good during the showstopper he makes some pies based on one of his favorite tv shows absolutely fabulous have you ever seen the show
0: I, I think i've seen bits of it yeah yeah
2: i think i've seen bits of it too yeah yeah it's very british comedy is what i'll say mm. um he tells the judges in practice the bottom of his pies fell out Not great. (laughs) Yeah. His pies are lemon, blueberry, fan japan, and cherry. He paints faces of the characters from Absolutely Famous on it. At the end of the showstopper, he's very unhappy with the result of his pies. Um, He even gets a hug from Nikki because he is kind of stressed out. During judging, the judges say that some of the characters were better than others. None of the pies are set, unfortunately. Um, Paul says that. It's kind of awful that you can't get a slice out of the tin. And it also looks awful. One of the pies is also solid, too dry. Um, override. The flavor on one of the pies is also okay. On the Frangipane one. They said that's his best one. And yeah, not a great judging. But Rowan says that like, he actually thinks that their comments were actually polite for mm. what they could have said. So Rowan in a lot of trouble. But also he just finished university. So, you know
0: yeah that was a tough bait. yeah Did not go his way.
2: Maybe he had a bunch of graduation parties. Could be. I mean he should.
0: I think the I think it's just pressure in the tent is different than practicing in your kitchen.
2: yeah and he even admits that he had problems in his practice space yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah not not uh, not looking great for Rowan here.
0: All right up next we have Saku. And during chocolate week for the signature, she made a Saku tort, Like a soccer tort, but instead of Apricot Jam, she's using raspberry. And instead of writing soccer, she'll be writing (laughs) Saku.
2: I I like the concept a lot. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We'll talk about the execution.
0: (laughs) Yeah, during judging, Paul said that it's a bit messy. And Saku written, it probably needed to be a little more stark. It looked like she ran out of room.
2: Yeah, it looked like the happy birthday card thing. Do you know the happy birthday card thing?
0: I do not know the happy birthday card thing.
2: Like John Mullaney has this joke about like on awe, like happy birthday cards when someone like writes a message puts happy birthday, mm-hmm. they put too much um they give too much room for the happy part of it. And then birthday is always squished. Oh. To the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so it kinda looked like Saki did that. She had a big old S and A and then it kinda got like smaller as she hit the corner of the cake. Ah. So yeah That's the happy birthday card thing. Should but write yeah. birthday first. If Saku, if you're going to ha- write something on your bake, it has to look perfect. And it looks like messier than like writing that you would get from a grocery store on a cake. Also, it's only four letters. I know. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, it's not a happy birthday message or anything. Yeah. So I was like, this is not great, Saku. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think she has the ability to be better.
2: Yeah. her. Pi- it's like, yeah. if you can't do that, your piping skills must not be that. Right.
0: next week is piping week oh yeah actually it's botanical week <laughs> which, oh yeah which we'll is about be interesting. Yeah. Weird.
1: <laughs> all right
0: so besides that <laughs> paul did say that the raspberry is coming through the chocolate's beautiful and strong it's a little bit too gooey in the middle pru said it's quite heavy so you can't eat a lot of it during the technical she got eighth so she was on the bottom in the bottom group there yeah Paul said that it was rushed. It was overbaked. You could see how dark the white chocolate had gone. It's a bit too far, so not good with those cheesecakes. For the showstopper, she did a Time for Cricket chocolate box cake. This is for her daughter who loves cricket and who is a spin bowler. So this one was pretty good, but she did have some issues with it. Uh, during judging, Paul did say that the box was structurally very nice. It's a shame the shine's not there because that looked really good. She did struggle with the chocolates. Maybe she should have done one type instead of three. Prue said that she did love the pistachio flavor. It's a bit dry. Uh, Paul did also say the flavor was beautiful. So kind of a mixed bag there. It was like a... I thought she was on the bottom of that week.
2: I think if they were going to send somebody home that week, it could have been Saku. I agree. They also see that in like the round table. Paul's like, yes, Saku's not doing well. Yeah. And Noel's like, Saku? No! Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think Noel loves Saku as much as uh, a lot of her, the Bake Off audience. She's very funny, but she's it, having a really rough time.
0: Yeah, yeah. She and Noel have a really good rapport. Uh,
2: she also paid uh, Tasha $200 after the show. Oh. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, okay, well, during pastry, <laughs> during pastry Week, she made, uh, for the signature... Spicy Tuna Picnic Pies It's a milder version of her Sri Lankan Spiced Tuna Pies Which will see a spicy potato and tuna Filling surrounded with a whole quail's egg Which is kind of interesting During judging, Prue said the pastry is a little pale on top Could have been a little browner She loves the flavors, the filling inside is quite nice and moist Paul did say that she had a bit of a soggy bottom And that you can see right down to the bottom How wet it is So for the technical She got sixth, which was kind of in the middle of the pack Prue did say that she liked the color. It's nice and strong golden brown, but the inside needed a bit longer. For the showstopper, she made a pie chart, decorative pies. So she was making pineapple cherry and rum pie and apple pie. And during judging, Prue said that uh, it looked really simple and fresh. For the pineapple cherry and rum, she said the fruits are quite raw, though. Paul said he wouldn't go back for a second piece. Mm. So that was kind of rough.
2: I mean, isn't... I know fruit. I eat fruit raw, but like, I guess the intention wasn't that fruit wasn't supposed to be raw.
0: I think if you're putting it in a pie, it needs to be baked. Okay, makes
2: sense. I like a fresh fruit, but unless
0: you like it al dente,
2: yeah, al dente (laughs) fruit, al dente fruit. (laughs) Yeah,
0: for the apple and cinnamon one, Paul said that he really liked the apple cinnamon levels are just about right. The pastry is nice; it's delicate and buttery. Prue said it's delicious and well done. So kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. For Saku and week two.
2: I think Saku's having five. a tough time. Um, I don't think Saku's going to last much longer on the show.
0: I had really high hopes for her in the beginning. Like, I thought she was really going to shine. Yeah. Like, I just felt like she was trending up, but then all of a sudden she's trending.
2: She is funny, the though. The other way. She's one of the funnier bakers this season.
0: Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that sort of influences like, influences my take. Yeah.
2: Like keep Saku on. <laughs> yeah, I love Saku. She's always dancing. Yeah. Mm.
0: It's tough though because we do have a I think we have a lot of great personalities on this, this yeah, season. Yeah, that's true. So
2: Okay. Right, last but not least, we're gonna to go to Tasha and this will be fairly quick. So for chocolate week, Tasha's signature is a ginger, almond, and ch- dark chocolate torts. With a good amount of booze, so she's been doing her homework on Prue. Um, there's amaretto and wine inside. Paul mentions she got star baker twice at the beginning of the episode. So, Paul kind of putting on the pressure for her. Mm-hmm. You know. um, during judging, sh- the judges do say that her finish could have been better. The ginger has good punch, but the texture of the cake is too moist. There's too much amaretto, so too much booze means probably a lot of booze that Tasha put in there, and kind of a mixed judging. And this is the judging that we alluded to earlier that Paul said that she didn't do that well in the technical or in the signature. Mm -hmm. During the technical, is when she gets kind of sick; she almost faints from the heat, and she says she's gutted. She had a massive migraine the night before. Mm -hmm. Allison tells her to go home and rest, which I think is the right call. Oh yeah, definitely. So, she didn't compete during the showstopper. And Paul does say, since Tasha didn't do well in the signature, it wouldn't been fair to send anyone home this week. So, yeah, Tasha um, resting. And then she comes back in pastry week, okay? In her pastry week signature, she does a sausage, apple, and cranberry picnic pies. Uh, she says it's the same filling as her Christmas stuffing. Um, sausage, meat, and sage, which, you know, that sounds pretty tasty to me. She said she had FOMO last week when she was out. That she compares to Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what Stockholm Syndrome is? I think so. It's
0: the... Uh, what's that other show? The Kimmy Schmidt show?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the that? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it similar <laughs> to that? It's where you fall in love with your captor. Okay. The example I like to use for this is um, Beauty and the Beast, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah So yeah. the Beast actually imprisons Belle. Mm. And she falls in love with the beast, which is pretty dark.
0: Not because of his charms? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Anyway, no jokes that Pa will lock her in her basement if she wins. Mm. Pretty funny. (laughs) Turn judging. They said that her signature has a beautiful golden color. There's good pastry and it tastes good. She does pretty well on the technical. She gets third for her Dauphinois petivier. They said it's not enough height. The potato is a little bit raw, but the flake is good. Pastry is good. Uh, during a showstopper, she's the second beggar to do a ski decorative pie. She says that she loves two favorite places. She has two favorite places: sea or ski. So I'm not. I'm not sure if skiing is actually a place. It's kind of confusing. She says she loves the sea mm-hmm. and she loves to ski. So I'm assuming she loves like snowy mountaintops and the ocean. I think so. Yeah, Although, she, she...
0: technically, you could ski on the sea.
2: Yeah, Tasha. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she also makes a signpost pie. Um, kind of cool. It's, like, very travely. Her pies are apricot, ricotta, chestnut, blueberry, and pecan. During judging, they say her pies do look a little bit rough and ready. Um, Paul says he would have put glaze on it to make it look better presentation-wise. They like the pecan. They say the pecan is crispy. The blueberry pie is too wet, though. Hmm. And the apricot pie is delicious. Uh, very much a mixed judging on Tasha. Um, I think she did okay. Yeah. Overall, I think Tasha made my second pick to win the whole the whole season. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think she's pretty high up there. I mean, she got two star She had an off week where she was kind of sick. And she's pretty consistent, I would say. I would agree. She rarely has like a disaster. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Tasha, pretty strong.
0: Pretty strong.
2: Okay. So after all the showstoppers in the second episode, we do get a judges roundtable. And I'm just going to talk about this because kind of leads right into the decision that's, that happens at the end. Okay. They say Rowan's pies were awful. They were like soup. They almost needed a straw. <laughs> Which is not great <laughs> yeah, for Rowan. Not great. Uh, they say Dana <laughs> lost her edge. Saku did bad. But her showstopper was good. Nikki's in trouble. And in line for Star Baker, they say it's Christy because she did good on all the challenges. However, Josh's sunflower pie was the best pie out of the showstoppers. So, yeah. I mean, I feel kind of. Josh hasn't won a Star Baker yet. But I feel that when he does win Star Baker, it's going to be right when it counts. All right. Okay. We'll see. All right. So um, they announced Star Baker and it's Christy. For the consistency, and she's very pleased. That was amazing. Yeah, very happy for Christy. Yes, and unfortunately, that sent two bakers home, and not surprisingly, it's Nikki and Rowan. Oh, so sad. Yeah, two two of the better personalities, or two like two very funny people on the show. And yeah, Nikki says it was like a bag of pants this week. Hard not to go home when it's been a bag of pants. I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> it's something as bad as a bag of pants. No, oh, I like it. Does that assume that a bag of pants is bad? Sounds like it. I mean, I enjoy wearing pants, but... But a whole bag full? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said it has been an, an amazing experience. Rowan says everyone has been fab. Saying goodbye is the hardest part of this. Especially since I'm done with school now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paul says, Rowan went specifically because of the showstopper. It was that bad. Oh, man. His pies were soup. And then overall, Nikki just had a bad week. Yeah. Christy says, Starbaker and a handshake. I got this boost, which I probably needed. Sometimes when you're a mom, everything is for everyone else. And you sort of put your dreams on hold. It means more than Paul and Prue could ever imagine. So, yeah. Good for Christy. We're very happy for you, Christy. Mm -hmm. Saku. Gives the final words of the night. She says, I'm pleased to come back next week. I need to up my game. I need to survive. So we'll see next week what happens. I know.
0: I'm excited about next week.
2: Botanical week?
0: Yeah. What is that?
2: I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of green. Yeah. yeah, That's uh, kind of the end of our double slice. Um, I like that. Yeah. It's getting intense now. There's only a couple of speakers left. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Segments. Yeah. Favorite make?
0: Like overall, I just like the savory pies.
2: (laughs) Yeah, overall? (laughs) Like
0: all of them.
2: (laughs) All the savory pies?
0: Yeah. Okay. I can't, I mean, do we want to pick one from each?
2: I just pick one from the two episodes.
0: Okay, what was your favorite?
2: Uh, I gotta say, I want to try Christy's mushroom and leek pie that got the handshake.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's such a subtle combination of flavors too. Yeah. That's what makes it kind of interesting. I, thought, to me.
2: I also want to pick a meat pie. Yeah, those are always good. Funniest moment.
0: Oh man. Well, I <laughs> I think I always pick something that's not funny. I did well, this is in retrospect, but when Rowan and Nikki hugged yeah. When I look back to that. That's not funny, but it was kinda sad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like they're getting ready to like leave the show together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was That's clearly dark. not. That's fun. a dark humor on your hand. <laughs> I, I think we should change the segment to darkest
2: moment. Darkest darkest but funniest moment. <laughs> yeah. Darkest slash funniest moment. Uh, mine's just kinda subtle too. It's Maddie's baking and then Paul's like behind him staring at Maddie. Yeah. And Maddie just Oh God, act busy. <laughs> <laughs> Act busy. I was like, you were already busy, Maddie. You don't have to act busy. It was during chocolate week. All right. It's been two episodes. A lot has happened. How How is the fantasy bake off looking? Well,
0: in week four, I was a little nervous because you made a run. During that week, you had accumulated 30 points to my 16, which put you at 132 to my 153. So you are definitely making a comeback. Yep. However, in week five, thanks to Christy. Christy. With the handshake and star baker. Yeah. And a lot of my bakers were on top of the technical. Top of the technical. That gave you 18 for the week to my 42. Yikes. So (laughs) that pastry week. That puts you at 150 and me at 195 now. However, you are still one baker up. You have four bakers: Josh, Dana, Saku, and Maddie to my Dan, Tasha, Tanya, and Christy. Four to four.
2: Uh, Dan, Christy Tasha, and Christy. So. I mean, I'm happy for Christy, but yeah, she's killing me in fantasy.
0: So I feel like I feel like my bakers have a lot of potential.
2: I so I think so too. Yeah.
0: But so do yours. So All and right. you have a numbers game on me.
2: Let's talk about predictions. Star Baker next week. We botanical cannot, week. For botanical week, we can't choose Christy. Christy. Abby would have been perfect for botanical week. I know. Week. They could have just caught a forging week just to <laughs> make it hurt a little bit more.
0: All right, Star Baker, who do you got?
2: Dan. Dan? I know he forges too.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, I'm not mad at Dan. I'm gonna because I can't pick. I guess I could pick someone from your team. I feel like Saku is gonna make a comeback, but I want to say Tasha, so I'll say Saku. Saku
2: is my prediction to go home next week.
0: Really? Yeah. She's been
2: doing not great.
0: Okay. Saku to go home.
2: Oh, man. Botanical week. Dana. Dana? Yeah. Yeah, she she hasn't been doing great either.
0: So, Dan, Starbaker for you. Saku, Starbaker for me. Going home next week. Saku for you. (laughs) Yeah. D- yeah. Dan, uh, for me. Yeah. D to A to the end to the pretty A. We're pretty
2: repetitive. we boring. Yeah. Same guesses. All right. Well, that's it for the the double slice episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, we look forward to seeing you next week for Botanical Week. Until then, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye.